Welcome, Modern Talkers. This is Modern Talk. We're here now. I'm doing a video? I don't know exactly why. I mostly because I can. Um, and, uh, you know, you might want to go back to the audio version if you're watching this because my eyes are so piercing that you don't, kind of can't focus on what I'm saying. So, you know, take that into consideration. Um, <laughs> so, a lot has happened in my life recently, but. Um, I'm gonna shoot these out of order, so I guess this isn't the first one, which is weird that I'm addressing it now. Um, but <laughs> uh, I've—I think the last one that you guys heard was the one that I told you about the breakup, so you already know that. Um, but this is the first one I'm recording chronologically in my life. <laughs> So I just wanted to talk about a few things because it's, uh, I think it's interesting and I hope people can get something out of it. Um, it is so hot in here. Um, it's under the lights and the thermostat's set to 82 because there's no one in here besides me. And also I can't turn it on because it'll be too loud for the audio. So I'm just going to sweat in front of you guys for a decent amount, um, and <laughs> that's just how it's going to be. Uh, but the first thing I wanted to talk about last night, since it's fresh, I, <laughs> I play kickball. Um, I know, hold for applause. One, two, three, four. And... <laughs> It's really, it sounds really dumb because I haven't played since like third grade. Um, but it's, it's like a rec league or whatever. And <laughs> uh, someone last year was like, oh, I, I've picked kickball on, pickball. Um, it's when you pick your nose and you kick it. Uh, I have kickball on uh, Tuesdays, so I can't blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh. I'm on the team now, please? And she's like, oh, no, it's like you have to pay and do all this stuff. It's like, oh, next year, if I'm still here, um, I want to be in, in on that. And she came through, and, uh, and so I had to pay $50 to kick a ball every Tuesday. And <laughs> we have uh, shirts. Um, our team name is the Foot Clan. Uh, I didn't pick the name. I don't think it's a good name. Um, I, I don't know. We're like right next to a highway. I don't know if you could hear the... And there and, and there's uh, airplanes that go past. So uh, hopefully it's not too distracting for you and you guys can't hear it. But um, yeah, we're called the Foot Clan. And um, it's a black thing, which usually Klansmen are, are wearing white, so that's good that we're at least wearing a different color. Uh, <laughs> but 
So um, the first the first four games that we played, we won, and that was great. And I played out of my mind, obviously. You know, uh, <laughs> I just have that dog in me, bro. Like, it's like I I I consider myself a person that walks with a big stick but talks softly. Uh, I think that was Teddy Roosevelt, um, but. <laughs> Uh, I always thought that was a good good way of living because it's I love I love um, uh, competing die diagraphies that's not that's for sure not it dia tribes die dianetics I think that's probably it um, dynamics competing dynamics so like I look like I'm a big scary guy but I'm a teddy bear so um, I think that's fun and I wonder now that I'm thinking about it if I was if I was a small you know what dude that is interesting because because <laughs> small people have that thing that generally they are they have that like Napoleon complex or whatever and so they kind of overcompensate with uh, being, wow. That's how you know, like you're you're not. <laughs> so much of you is circumstantial, and if I was, if I was short, I probably would be aggressive and mean. Oh man, that's crazy. And this kind of brings it back into the to the story. It it ties in at the end. But, uh, so I, I like to have fun and I'm just like a silly goose and, you know, just down for a silly goose time and that's it. But, um, but for some reason I love winning and I'm a competitive person and that took me a while to accept, but, um, now I, I fully embrace it and and so it works out great for kickball because last like for like four years before this before I moved to Myrtle Beach I played softball and um, it was a church league it was like really chill but it was still competitive and fun and then last year I moved here and I didn't know or have anything to do sports wise and I missed it and um, and so I'm thankful for this kickball thing because uh, I need I don't need it but I just feel like it just brings me joy and like I watch sports all the time like even more than ever before I think COVID helped that a lot and um, because because COVID took it away I wanted I wanted it more and then I appreciated it more so that's um, one of the positive things, although I don't, I don't want to be a sports guy. Like I like people that aren't sports people more generally because it's so silly to like sports. It's, it's a ball and there's rules that everyone's just like abiding by arbitrarily kind of, you know, it's, it's silly, but I love it. And but I think, and I have to watch this because 
it's such a fine line that it could get messed up but I take it seriously but have fun with it I try my hardest and I stretch like every day in the week so I don't get hurt um, and you know I just do stuff extra stuff that um, that normal people <laughs> wouldn't do and I think I hope that that stuff kind of translates into my personal life like creatively where I do the little stuff right and and put myself in a position to be better and uh, yeah so I I play kickball that way too, which is so silly to sounding. <laughs> like I just have this um, thought that kickball is for third grade. And I remember playing it literally in third grade. And I actually remember I was, I kept being last, like people underestimated me. Like they would put me in the back of the line. So I would be the last to kick and stuff. And actually that's happening here because since I'm new, people like kind of don't trust my ball abilities, <laughs> um, <laughs> kickballing abilities. So I don't, I don't know what to do with, what to do with that, but uh, that's, that's kind of interesting. And that really happened on, in softball. This is kind of boring part, but um, since I was the, the new guy, they didn't, like, they had no reason to trust me, and for some reason, the guy who ran it was, had something against me. I don't know what it was, I don't know why it was, but he just, like, never gave me a chance and was hard on me, and um, I earned his respect a little bit, the way I played, but he was just, like, not having me for some reason. So anyway... Um, I wonder if that has anything to do with the competitiveness and kind of having a chip on my shoulder and doing like the little things right. So I've always felt like an outsider um, and I like earning the respect. I don't like being the guy. I want to be the guy that we have to, you know, we have to turn to him there's no one else. He's our best option. And then I overperform. That's my favorite thing. Um, so this is kind of the fun time in in my kickball life because no one knew me. They had no reason to think I was any good. Uh, and so that, this is kind of fun for me. And, um, and so the first game, I actually don't remember, but I, I played well. Oh, I, I played really well my first game, and um, I can't remember any specifics, but the second game, I made a bunch of mistakes, and they were all mistakes that were just because I'd never played since third grade, and there's just like little rules that like, oh yeah, you start with a one-on-one -on -one count, so if you take two strikes, you're out, and I thought I had three strikes to work with, so uh, I got, I struck out on that one because um, the ball was bouncy and stuff so I just took those um, pitches which is really embarrassing to strike out in kickball uh, because it's just it's it's a ball rolling toward you and you either miss it or are too stupid to kick it so it really doesn't feel good walking back to the dugout 
um, and the dugout's just a cage. Uh, <laughs> it's not like a cool thing where it actually goes in the ground. Why is it in the ground anyway? Why did that start? What is that about? I don't know. But, um, and then, so I kind of, um, was, they were kind of like, okay, he has potential. He's, you know, he's squeaky. He needs some oil, but, um, you know, he, and no one told me this really, but I'm just kind of, that's how I, I'm thinking they're thinking. And probably most people are like not thinking about it because they're just like, it's a game, whatever. I'm having fun. This is the first time in a long time because it's a new season. And so the, then the, we play two games at a time. So the, the next week, the first game, uh, they put me at second, which is my preferred position right now. And, uh, well, it's for a couple of years, but, um, I made a triple play, <laughs> uh, which I don't think I've ever done before. Um, and it's very rare if you're not aware because you, there's no outs and you could only get three outs. So getting three outs in one play is nice <laughs> for the defense. So, um, I'm sweating and I have, I have a meeting tomorrow or after this. Um, so I'm going to be sweaty at the meeting and it's going to be embarrassing and I have to do public speaking there too. So it's just for a minute, but, <laughs> and the, the guy that I'm meeting here, um, I came here early, uh, but the guy that I'm meeting here is going to be here. Oh, probably at nine. So I have 30 ish minutes maybe. So I, I do have more time than I thought. Okay. But I am sweaty. So <laughs> I want to get this over with not over with. I miss you guys. I'm really glad to talk to you. This feels really good. Um, but I need to air out my pits after this. So, um, <laughs> that's where I am at right now. So the triple play, uh, I don't know if you guys care how it happened, but I'll try to keep it brief. So there's a guy on first and second and the kicker kicked it just above the pitcher. So, there's a guy on first and second. The guy hit it. I'm here. The guy hit it just above the pitcher, so it tipped up. I guess it should be this way, but now I'm too far into it. Um, tipped it up. I ran to catch it at second. This guy started running at second. I caught it, and as I caught it, I fell on second. So I caught the guy out who kicked it. That's one out. And then I fell on second base, so that's two outs in like one fell swoop. And then there was mass confusion because people didn't see that I fell on the base so that I got them out. So they were yelling at me to do different things. And then in all the confusion, the person at first ran to second, but she didn't tag up because you can't run after the ball gets caught unless you're already on the bag. Hope that I know that doesn't make sense to people who don't know any of this and I'm trying to make it accessible for everyone. But basically they're like, touch her and I touched her and then they're still saying things and then eventually the the ump was like, Alright, that's it, like three outs and I didn't 
I didn't know how many outs there were. He he just said, "You're out." And then people were like, "Oh yeah." And then we ran off and I didn't know I didn't know that that was the third out. I thought maybe we already had one out. I wasn't paying attention. I usually don't pay attention to those one or two outs or something. So, uh so I didn't know it was a triple play. So I just ran off. I was like, "Oh, that was cool." Like I caught it and stepped on the thing and the same thing. And uh and then when I was in the dugout, the guy was like, yeah, that was a triple play. And I was like, oh, sweet. <laughs> and I didn't, like, I I don't know if I would have done anything differently, but um, it would have felt more satisfying if I actually knew that what I was doing was the right thing to do. Because um, I was still a little rusty at that point. And, uh, wow, hopefully that wasn't boring. Um, but a triple play is really rare. So I was really happy with that. And then the next game, I'm really... Uh, <laughs> I told this story to Ricky, like the true uh, Modern Talker fans know know who Ricky is, but uh, he's my best friend from Pittsburgh. And, um, and I told him this story about me running. Um, so I'm, I'm an aggressive runner. I like to keep them on their toes. I like to force them to at least try to get me out so that they make mistakes and then I could take advantage of that. Uh, so so with this particular one, I got on first with a great kick probably. I don't remember for sure. But uh, <laughs> it's so funny to brag about kickball. I love that. So funny, it's so lame. That's the dichotomy, you gotta take silly things seriously. Um, but, uh, and vice versa. If it's a heart attack, I'm laughing at it. Um, so, <laughs> so I got on first, and then someone um, hit a little dinky uh, hit, kick. And, um, and while they were getting the person out at first, I was rounding second to get to third, because they were like really taking their time with it for some reason, trying to get the, that person out. And when I got the third, they threw it. Um, I think I got in there pretty safe. Like, oh, what happened was I overran it. Um, and I think someone asked me if I did that on purpose, and I don't think that I did. But I said yes because I didn't understand the question at the time. <laughs> so I overran it. <laughs> the guy at third caught the ball, and he was like, and I was like, <laughs> and so I I went towards home plate a little bit just to like mess with him, um, and uh, and then he took the bait and he threw it at me and I dove back and hit third and was safe. And then when he missed, so the ball went flying and then I ran home and uh, and actually the. I don't know if this is interesting or important, but the catcher who was trying to get me out was drunk. <laughs> so he he stood in the baseline and he want like I could tell that he wanted me to hit him. Um, I was like, I'm not gonna hit you, dude. He's like 50 or something, and like white hair, maybe like 55 plus. They called me safe because he impeded me to get to the bag. And, um, and I didn't know that, so I like 
fell down. I ran around him and fell down on the plate because uh, I didn't know if I had to dodge it at the last second if they were going to throw it. But later someone told me that I was already safe by the time before I even touched the bag. Um, and then later my next at-bat, <laughs> the catcher goes like under his breath. He's like, if you, if you try to come around here again, I'm going to take you out or something like that. And I was like, bro... I didn't hear him at first because, like I said, he did it, like, under his breath, like, not looking at me and, like, being a scaredy cat about it in a way. And and so by the time I, like, heard it and processed it, I was just like, what? So then I was like, okay, I got to kick again and make you embarrassed. Um, <laughs> so those two things, and it was, it's stunk because I like got all um you can't really see it now but um I got like all scraped up from it because I was falling around on the on the bags and stuff and and we won by like five so I didn't they didn't need that extra run but you never know so uh so I'm glad I did it but and I think that's when I earned the respect of the uh, the teammates they're like oh this guy came to play so that was those were the last two weeks so the first game our our like captain guy who runs everything he couldn't be there yesterday and and so we had people that had to fill in for him obviously and uh, and it just was like bad from the get go and we weren't playing right people got hurt and it was just and one of our players is super competitive and he's like a guy that does he takes it too seriously and there's no silliness to him um he gets a, a tiny bit si- silly when we're winning but if we're like losing it all he like cusses at us <laughs> and i'm like bro we're on the same team why are you cussing at me uh and he he's like 50 something too probably um and he's from pittsburgh so he's got that like you know blue collar hard nose in him and uh like hot head kind of what you think of a, a stereotypical pittsburgher i guess i don't know if he did but like working a steel mill kind of deal but he's really good so we can't like kick him off the team um <laughs> Uh, cause he, he does, he's, he's really negative and that really started us off into a downward, downward spiral. And, um, and it's a co-ed team, like I said, cause I told, told you the, the girl who invited me to play, um, is a girl. <laughs> the girl is a girl. And, uh, so <laughs> I don't know if any of this is interesting. I can't really tell. I hope it is. Uh, I could always just fix it in post. But, uh, how are my eyes looking? <laughs> so he's really competitive, and we can't get him off the team because he's too good, but he took us into a di- downward spiral of negativity. So I caught you up. And he kept doing that, and and then it infected other teammates, and they were getting down on themselves because of him. And so we lost the game by one. 
And at that point, we were undefeated, which was, which really hurt because I felt like we were in. We could have beat them for sure if we had everyone and we were 100% healthy and all the all the things like that. And then the next team was really good, but I think we could have beat them too. Um, the thing was, we were already down on ourselves, and. Uh, we had a bad first inning where um, the ball, the ball shape, it was pumped up too much. Like, this is so stupid. Like, oh, the ball, the ball kickball game was really hard because the ball was oblong. Like, that's such a stupid. <laughs> I just want you to know that I hear it. I hear it too. So, our team was complaining a lot about the the ball, like, oh, the ball, the ball, and they're playing with the same ball, so why, (laughs) you can't get mad, it's it's a fair game, it's not like they switch out the balls like the Patriots, it's, we're playing the same ball, so we just need to take advantage of that too, and we, we just couldn't for some reason, and, uh, but I kept trying to keep positive, and everyone was like, oh, the ball, or, you know, blah, blah, blah. But basically, everyone recognized that I was being positive, and they really appreciated that. So I think I've positioned myself as a budding leader, which is exciting, but also not as satisfying as being the guy overachieving and, um, and not expected of him to do that. So, uh, but that's exciting. Um, it's a new, you know, in six games or whatever, I'm, I've positioned myself as a possible leader. Um, so that's, that's cool. Uh, and actually, we, the, <laughs> the, the girl pitching what, that was filling in for the guy that, like our team captain that couldn't be there, she she disagreed with the umpire and she walked off of the field. That was definitely the low point of the game. And I could tell, like I said, that she was spiraling. So I was like, are there timeouts? Can we do a timeout? Like, can we regroup for a second? And, um, and then later she talked about how we have a group chat on Facebook and she said, hey guys, I'm sorry that I, I kind of... <laughs> went crazy out there um i'm quitting cigarettes and um i have kidney stones that i'm trying to work through and i have bad circulation to my hip but in the group chat i tried to stay positive and was like we're proud of you for for trying to quit cigarettes uh you know it's come back bounce back next week uh this is a good lesson that you never know what people are going through um, so try to be compassionate, something like that. And then, like I said, also, <laughs> uh, maybe you should have started, you should have quit, uh, started quitting cigarettes in the off season as a joke. And, uh, and then she, she messaged back, I bought a pack with like a crying emoji. I was like, oh, geez. So that's sad, but, um. But I'm glad that she like owned up to, to what what was 
happening, but the oh, I was I was gonna try to try to tie that back into something I said earlier about oh, people's circumstances are so influential to how their life is. So her circumstance was quitting cigarettes and kidney stones and blood flow to the hips, but uh, I don't. But like like me the my circumstance actually helped me I think in a way that I was blessed with being tall and scary <laughs> so I you know cause I could have taken it the way of like the jock of like oh I'm I'm this big and scary looking guy so I'm gonna be big and scary but that's boring I wanna be well balanced I've always wanted to have like a balance like that so that's why I guess I chose the way I am, but, you know, to some extent, you don't choose it. But at some point, I did. So, I don't know. That's that's what I wanted to say. But, I felt great. We, <laughs> so we lost that one, obviously. And we got mercy rolled, which means they scored so many points on us that there's literally no way we could win, so they just called the game. And... That was like three innings in, and we usually play seven. So, <laughs> so they just scored a bunch more runs, and then I tried to stay positive. I was like, "Come on, guys, it's not over! Like, don't quit!" Because it was definitely people were like, "Oh, like this is a lost cause." I could feel it. So I said, "It's not over, guys!" And then the umpire like did the math and. And because that's like a certain amount of runs, like 20 runs or something, uh, more than the other team, is is a mercy rule. So, uh, <laughs> so he did the little math on his thing, and he's like, "That's game." And I was like, "All right, it's over, guys." <laughs> uh, so then we, you know, we ran in and stuff, and and people were like, <sighs> trying to figure out what went wrong and stuff like that but it was just we were negative um and you know we we were playing tight because the negativity was like constraining on us and so then uh but since I felt I I I kept my composure I kept my positiveness I kept who I was deep inside me um there and I was helping other people try to stay there because a couple of people were like, "Yeah, Tommy, I love your energy. Like that's great," uh, but so, some other people were just like so negative and and it's it's hard because because it's a rec league. There's varying levels of competitiveness. Like some people just want to like kind of hang out with people for two hours or whatever, and some people want to win. And I'm 100% in both, I feel like. So, uh, but because I'm in 100% of both, I'm, I'm not, like, too serious or too, too silly. So with those being varying levels of, of competitiveness and stuff, there's a large part that I'm not responsible for a win or a loss especially since I'm just one player, like you could definitely have an effect. Uh, and I try to, but uh, ultimately 
if I play good, we could still lose. And that's okay because I did my part. And um, and so I feel good about that. And when I, when I, I don't know if this is like the right thing to do or to feel, but uh, even if we lose or even if we win and I play badly, I still obviously don't feel good about it. It's definitely better than losing. Um, but I still feel like, well, you know, I didn't help. So like, what's the, what's the point of, um, enjoying the win if I couldn't, if I didn't play well? Um, so I, I'm pretty sure, you know, sports analysts would have something to say about that. But since no one's analyzing my play because I play kickball at six o'clock in Myrtle Beach uh, <laughs> um, against you know fifty year olds that um, no one's no one's gonna be analyzing or mad how I play or how I feel about playing and uh, I shave my nipple hair now and <laughs> that's how that is um, I never uh, I never did and I have it like all around the the nip there and <laughs> I never thought to do it and um, someone said I should a couple people said I should actually embarrassingly <laughs> and uh, so I was like yeah uh, after this breakup this makes sense um, I'm gonna you know, start fresh with uh, bald nipples. Because <laughs> my, my, my thought was always that they would get like coarse, like that's a thing that happens when, when you shave something for the first time, that it gets coarse and stuff. But I was like, they, they're already pretty coarse and not attractive, so I might as well cut them. So, you know, we'll see how that plays out. I also, I'd like to talk to you guys <laughs> about uh, shaving armpit hair as a guy. Uh, I do it because I sweat, and if I put my armpits up right now, you would see sweat, and I'm sure that helps to have shorter hair. And it's not like I have no hair, it's like enough to be like, oh yeah, yeah, he has hair, it's all good, but it's gross when it's like really long and straggly. So, I trim it. I want to hear what you guys have to say in the comments. So I got rid of everything from my last girlfriend. Uh, I have it all still. It's just in one place so, so that I don't see it. Uh, to try to help myself get over everything. Because I don't like throwing things away and I have fond memories there, but I don't want it in my face right now. So the only things that I have that still remain physically of her is I had a bracelet that she gave me, well two. So this one, and which uh, came off her, her like drug rug, uh, hoodie um, it was like hanging off and 
yellow's my favorite color and it was her favorite color and um and she she ripped it off and then tied it around me like as a kind of joke forever ago and it's so i don't know if you could tell but it's like really just seems like it's gonna break any second and and it seemed like that from the start so it's always been amazing that it's stayed on and i couldn't bring myself to take it off i've never put on something on my you know ankle or wrist or whatever and taken it off it's always come off some way or another in my life ever so i don't know if that's like an ocd thing where i just i have it on and it's just going to stay on until something happens so i kept both on and you could probably see the tan line um, from the other one so I wore that one still because it it, it they were like crystals or something <laughs> and I should know exactly what it was but it was it symbolized like hope and peace uh, for me so I thought that that was good enough to keep on no matter what and I, I thought this would come off first so um, I would like we're on speaking terms um, like we still respect each other and everything so I thought I would show her like oh this finally came off and then but the other one somehow came off I threw it really hard um, from the outfield and uh, and it just like flung off and I thought it just like flung off but it completely ripped off so I like threw it really hard, but it barely went anywhere because it was the oblong ball. Um, anyway, so I still don't know how to feel about this. Um, I definitely don't don't feel positively about it. <laughs> uh, but I I don't I still can't bring myself to take this off either. And um, relationships are just so hard, especially when you break up. So, you know, what do you do? I don't know. And ever since the breakup, I felt like I've been in a funk and I've barely done anything productive in my life um, creatively. <clears throat> Thankfully, I've done a lot of maintenance and upkeep in... And like just my everyday kind of routine and like all the dishes are clean all the time and uh, and my room's always nice and stuff like that and I <laughs> I've been going to Target like every other day on average so sometimes twice a day sometimes three times a week whatever but like it's I don't know. I think it's like me wanting to 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 have order in my life. And so that is comforting. But I also think I'm satisfied with just keeping up with being a human that I don't do anything productive creatively. So um so I've just been stuck in this funk and you know just been sad like a general sadness all the time and and it 
yesterday was uh, summer solstice, and that has a historical whatever of symbolism of renewal and you know stuff like that. So I've I read that yesterday, and then during during the game or after the game, I really felt like I turned a corner. Uh, and I don't know if it was the placebo effect of knowing it was summer solstice and that is a historical kind of revitalization of things but I felt like it worked and I I feel I'm doing this I didn't do anything like this uh, for like a month and I tried to enjoy that too, you know, but it was always, oh dang, this is not helpful. <laughs> uh, and I, sh I, you know, I wish I enjoyed it more now, because I know that's how I am. I just, I'm super productive for, you know, a month, you know, sometimes a day, sometimes, you know, you never know with, with me. And I'm trying more and more to be more consistent like getting up at 6.30 every day I did that for a long time and that really worked because you just have more day and uh, you could do stuff before people expect anything of you you know that's what I like no ex expectation and then exceeding that exponentially <laughs> and Yeah, I, f I feel like I turned a corner and I'm back to being creative and that's super important to me and I don't know where I'm going to go from here because, because of the, I have no reason to be anywhere really um so I'm kind of just living it day by day and I want to be more creative more but um I don't know in what way in what way is the most the best way to to achieve the goals that I want and I don't even 100% know what the goals are that I want and that's the first step and that's the hardest step as well which is so annoying that the first step is the hardest step but once you know then you could backtrack or I don't know if that's the right term but reverse engineer what you want like your goal is to like my my goal loose not loose but my goal is to be a traveling stand-up comedian, but I don't want that to be... I can't do just... I can't do just that right now, although I could move. <sighs> Man. But then I don't have money <laughs> to move, and when I get to where I move, I don't, I don't know how to make money right away, at least. Uh... Although I didn't know how to make money here, uh, and then I figured it out. Um, you know, so I don't know. 
but I feel like I turned a corner and um, and I don't know if it was summer solstice or what but uh, <laughs> I'm thankful that it that it's that it's this now and um, you know when it rains it pours and uh, I don't know if raining or pouring is the or pouring is the the good one or not but um, metaphorically in my life it felt like it was it was pouring negatively uh, for a while and then now it feels like it's uh, sunny and I can do stuff and um, I'll see where this takes me but this has been uh, been in touch with Tommy I don't know what number this is oh wow perfect timing I gotta go so keep in touch and I hope this made you think This is really weird.